The following show contains spoilers for episode 3 of Survivor, Winners at War. Survivor, episode 3. It happened yeah. last night for real this time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I learned so much about everything. I feel like this game has spiraled out of control and I have no idea what's going to happen next. I feel like I know all the secrets to the universe now. It has unlocked a different, like, partition of my brain. Mm-hmm. I feel hurt. Please explain. <laughs> you have to be, like, 300 IQ to understand. I'm sorry. Gotcha. You need to have uh, your third eye be open. Yeah. So, like, is it possible that I can understand Rick and Morty if I don't understand this show? Yeah. Rick and Morty's for kids. <laughs> for babies. Uh, so I think this is, um, the third episode in a row where Jeff just wants to see me suffer. (laughs) Um, and you know what? That's, I'm fine with that. Uh, except that I'm not. And the show is just pain and suffering. And everything's just pain. Everything's pain. All I know is pain. So what I think is interesting about this episode is that it feels like from beginning to, to the end, it's all centered around Adam. But Adam, like, doesn't get his way, and Adam doesn't go home. <laughs> it's just a very roundabout say... story to kind of get to the conclusion, which almost comes out of nowhere. I mean, really, if, if, Adam, if Adam hadn't f***ed up, uh, poverty would be gone. Simple as that. I guess you could say Adam ruins everything. Uh, the, I guess that is true in a way, but it also makes... I think it makes sense what Adam's doing, but it was also kind of like an oversight on his part. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because he big threw. He like he. I mean, he was swinging for the fences, right? He was trying to vote out Rob's ally, but also make him, you know, his closest now. But it it yeah. just didn't work. <laughs> He's he giga threw. <laughs> like, if his goal was to get rid of poverty, he could have just done that. But yeah. instead, he had to try to do everything and now michelle and jeremy are like adam's kind of whack i'm Mm -hmm. not into this i like how uh last episode you know denise is like hey i want to tell parvy's like what that's stupid don't tell the enemy what you're gonna do hey rob we're voting parvy (laughs) (laughs) true Mm, interesting strategy yeah he was definitely trying to play too hard and i feel it burned him pretty bad um we'll see how he recovers from here on but who knows yeah like i i feel like if this was the end of adam's game i feel like he would have gone home like i don't it just like in the current way that survivors played i don't see adam necessarily being like the next target but i think he's lost all the trust with everybody else on his tribe. Yeah, he's on the outs of the other two, like, big alliances on the tribe. 100%. I also feel like Adam has kind of, like, circled back to being a target (laughs) at least one point in every episode so far. Yeah, I think what, what, like, Adam may have going for him is that, like, even all the, you know, mistakes he made, made, like, he still voted for Parvati, he still, you know, said, I'm gonna vote for Parvati, and then he did that. Um, so I'm seeing a situation like maybe if there is a tribe swap and Adam and Rob end up together, I could see that still, you know, potentially being a connection they could have. Um, but just from the little camp scenes that we're getting, it seems like Rob is more happy to like tease Adam and get entertainment out of it than like seriously work with him. 
Yeah, I see no scenario where Rob actually works with Adam in any... There's no situation where that happens, because they tribe swap. They're the only two from Soleil on a third tribe, and then instead of working together, Rob will throw Adam under the bus 100% of the time. (laughs) I could see All right, guys, all right, so... It's me or Adam, and I'll work with you to get rid of Adam. I mean, essentially, because he's going to be like, look, guys, we're on the outs, but here's all the shady sh** that Adam did constantly at our at our uh, beach. Mm-hmm. He was looking for idols on day one. He was, you know, throwing parties day one of the bus, and then he told me, mm-hmm. at blah, 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 blah. Or whatever. It is interesting now that we are down to, uh, you know, numbers keep leaving. Rob's alliance of four is now down to two. And I'm really curious to see what Rob does next episode. Um, Because we're at the point where, like, if, you know, if Michelle wants to keep Parvati around and Jeremy wants to keep Rob around, then it almost seems like the vote kind of defaults to Adam in a way. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's what's interesting. Um... As this old school alliance dwindles in numbers, it feels as though the old school players that are left gain more and more power mm-hmm. as each of them leave. Yeah. Because as, you know, D- Danny goes unanimously and then Ethan goes nearly unanimously, it- it's very clear that the old school alliance is just like not. <laughs> really anything mm-hmm. and so now it's just now that it's just the two of them it could be treated as a uh a duo rather than this like threatening four i don't think rob and parvati necessarily turn on each other because i just feel like they're they too don't. dependent on each other at this point in the game um so i there's definitely like plenty of interesting scenarios. It could be, you know, Adam's number is up and like he made a gamble and it didn't work and then he just kind of ends up going the next episode. But I feel like it's never that easy. So if anything, I feel like Adam's big blunder here almost like <laughs> protects him for for next time around because it's like the, it's like if you see those votes in the save points, they give you invincibility points in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and it's definitely like a way that Survivor has changed over time because <laughs> in the past it's like you might have a group on the bottom and then they're just going out episode after episode. Uh, yeah. But now it's like, you know, with Adam on the bottom, that's like an opportunity to switch things around and maybe get out. Also with like how else. imbalanced the Sele tribe is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they don't really have to focus on Rob or Parvy in the immediate future because they can be like, well, I can get rid of Ben. I can get rid of yeah. Denise. Yeah, we we do have like a kind of interesting like group up now where it's not you know two alliances or whatever, and it's kind of different from Decal because over there we don't really know too much about the specifics of all of their alliances. Von Soleil, we yes, like know Rob and Parvati. We know uh, Michelle and Jeremy. We know Adam and Denise and also Ben. Uh, and Ben's kind of like floating in between everybody. Uh, I, yeah, I feel like Ben is honestly really secure right now, which probably wasn't expected at the start of the season because, I mean, Ben's got... Uh, he seems to be in with Jeremy because Jeremy was saying like he knew that once he got up, uh, Ben would follow to discuss strategy. Mm-hmm. And then Ben also uh, worked with Denise to help her find the idol, so she's a bit indebted to him. 
yeah so we lots of interesting stuff on slay and then yeah like fred said it's like it's hard to kind of get a feel for both tribes when decal hasn't really gone to tribal much yet so it's like we the time we spend with them is like here's what tony did this week (laughs) yeah it's literally just tony yeah welcome to the tony lato show and we are slays like having all the strategy go down and it's all this crazy stuff. Yeah, and then the calls is literally just a sitcom. <laughs> like, look at what these dinguses are getting up to this no, week. It, 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 it's exactly like a sitcom because it keeps shoehorning in old, outdated pop culture references like Baby Shark. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, Tony. That? that was so upsetting. <laughs> I wish he didn't. I think yeah, it uh, totally makes sense. <laughs> with his character. If... If Soleil like... doesn't start winning challenges, though, I I feel like it m- might be a dangerous situation for the old schoolers on the tribe. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily agree. Either because... that or a tribe swap would be imminent. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, e- either the old school or the new school players are going to turn on themselves or they're going to be like okay we got to get these guys out before the swap because we can't let them you know uh blend into a new crowd or whatever yeah since i believe there won't be the tribe swap next week it seems like you know it's it's kind of hard to tell because you never know but it seems like it might be coming up uh for the episode after and then we could do like uh 15 and then we have three tribes of five Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. a few votes and then the merge uh, so that's yeah. something I see happening because I ca- I kind of thought that we'd be swapping like every other episode. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of glad we're not, but at the same time, I, it's like I feel like we barely know anything too much about Decal other than like there's like that that Yule Alliance of four kind of. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like we well, don't that's really like know. That's like the what only thing we actually. That's the only thing. Oh, we we know about that alliance, which seems pretty solid, and then we know about. Sarah and Tony, which seems pretty solid. At the same time, I, I feel Cops like Yule has, like... I, I feel like Yule has, like, made an olive branch alliance with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, Yule is definitely putting himself in a really good position. Um, I still... I don't know. Like, Yule's doing well, and I feel like I'm afraid that he will be, like, a shock boo at some point. And, like, the numbers will wiggle around, and he'll find himself voted out. Can you shut up? But Yule is just consistently doing very well. (laughs) Naysayer. And I don't know. It's kind of just like, not disbelief per se, but it's just like he's doing like well over and over. So I I feel like we've been talking a lot about the like aftermath of this episode, but maybe we should talk about, you know, what happened in this episode a little bit as well. (laughs) Uh, Nothing happened this episode. Tony cheated death again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's up? Okay. Nothing happened this episode. Can we please talk about the stealth mission? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that, that's where I was trying to get us. <laughs> yeah. So the stealth mission was so good. Like we said, it's just a sitcom. 
over it really... the call. <laughs> I think this but, uh... version of it was way better than what we had last season too. Oh, absolutely. Like, she, you know, she pulls Tony in. I, I almost thought the way they were bringing it, I thought Tony was like going with her. That's what it seemed yeah, like. At first. I wish that would have been <laughs> so funny. Like, <laughs> we we got to get you some camouflage. He's he was gonna be the distraction. He's gonna like make weird yeah, just like run through camp. Yeah, one side of the camp. He's gonna look <laughs> in the in the bushes. We're gonna camouflage like, what the heck you. Is that? Real Hunger Games level uh, strategy. Yeah, just covered in there. covered in a uh, charcoal. Even though she has like a bright orange shirt on. <laughs> Might I add on Ash Wednesday? So yeah, she goes into camp, starts sneaking around. I am really disappointed that she didn't get caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, that, we, after. We talked about this a bit last season with, uh, you know, Vince's exit interview where he kind of uh-huh. said, like, I didn't even know I was that close to them even yeah. when he was standing, like, right next to them because it is just pitch black out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I'm just so curious what happens if she gets caught. <laughs> like, I want to see, you know, obviously, you know, what probably happened is she went through and, like, nobody ever stirred at all. And all, like, the little reactions they showed us are all edited in from later in the night or whatever. But man, I would like, I would have loved to see Ben be like, who is that? And then like get up and be like, <laughs> just see that interaction of the, of like Sarah and Ben or something. Yeah, and just like raise the hits alarm. Him in the head with a rock and leaves. <laughs> I do think we did see like an over the shoulder shot from Ben. So I, I guess that happened. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like I heard from Vince that the rules for him were really strict. Like if anybody like looked over there or something like that would disqualify them i don't know but they don't really tell us but you know uh, you know good for sarah <laughs> she was successfully yeah. was able to do it uh we kind of skipped over the precursor to this though which was the a little bit of time edge of on, extinction. yeah the edge of extinction where they actually you know set this all into motion uh with another weekly puzzle <laughs> oh true <laughs> Uh, also known as Yo. Fred's Weekly Allowance. Hey, <laughs> let's go, Natalie. Oh, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to Ethan giving her some competition. <laughs> Natalie is honestly your cash cow. In <laughs> Dude, it's so awesome. I was so upset when she was the first out, and little did I know that she would just be forking over the, the points. <laughs> but, oh. I, but I mean, like, Amber had a good idea. Like it was a sound idea. She she'd been noticing numbers around camp, and uh-huh. so I'm surprised that wasn't like too bad the solution. It was stupid. That might be a solution later on or something. <laughs> yeah, I I would have been kind of disappointed if the lock was the same numbers they use in all the challenges because like every time they use that type of like lock boxing, it's the same uh like 18 27 36 combo so what you're, so what you're saying is you go in survivor you get that puzzle you just like screw it <laughs> yeah it's 18 27 36 that's like 18, that's the first 36, thing i would have done like if i'm out there on extinction and they put that in front of me like i'm putting in those those sets of numbers <laughs> like right away <laughs> uh but you know, yeah uh, nat goes around she like finds the shells on the little tubes they got uh see <laughs> oh, this, this little puzzle made me really happy mm-hmm. because all of the other puzzles had a very specific answer. Yeah. Whereas, or, or it didn't like lead to anything, right? At least this mm-hmm. cl- puzzle and this clue had a ton of different like interpretations where they're like, oh, right, numbers that show up on the boxes. And then we were also thinking like, 
oh the prices of the yeah that's what i that's things. what i thought at first is like, like oh, the numbers like, would line numbers. up to the menu yeah but then like, then again oh, yeah, the clue was really... it's been given to you and you know your menu may maybe not <laughs> yeah well i it's still given in some cosmic sort of way <laughs> um but like it, it's the, it, just thinking about like those ideas it was like oh that's really cool there's a lot that a, a lot of different ways that it could be interpreted mm -hmm. and a nice touch from natalie to like sabotage all the other <laughs> yeah clues throw one away break a shell so they can't get it but also so she stuck around later and uh, unlocked the box and then she came back and like claimed she couldn't sell it but are they not gonna go to that box again and be like oh hmm one of you opened it maybe uh, not that day maybe probably but, uh... put the thing back in the thing and then relock it i feel like what they were like kind of and you know it's like there's these little like specifics that it's like you can never really know but it just seemed like Amber and Daniel, you know what, we're never going to figure it out. Like, I'm not even going to bother. And, you know, it's like they right. could also just be saying that as a, you know, lie to the other two people there. But I I don't know. It'll probably just, like, disappear. Like, production will probably just, like, get rid of it now mm -hmm. <laughs> is, is what I imagine. Yeah. Oh, and then the precursor to <laughs> Extinction Island were really... <laughs> Just walk you it know. back. Yeah, We're doing the rever reverse nice episode here. <laughs> well, yeah. I, before we go there, too, I just want to say that it, I think it's interesting kind of like looking at Natalie's thought process to send the advantage to Sarah. Because uh, at first I was like, oh, you know, easy for Jeremy, uh, you know. But I feel like this one may be, you know, a little more risky to like try and get sold because they're, it's not just you get it for free. You have mm. to like actually go do an extra challenge. Uh, yeah, no, this, this was definitely, like, the weakest of the deals so far. So to send it to Sarah, who, you know, has used the the steal of vote successfully in the past, and also, you know, is someone who might be willing to go and try the stealth mission, I think was a pretty good move. Because you wonder, right, if she sends it to someone like Sandra or Rob, you know, it's like, is are they going to, like, go do the stealth mission? <laughs> Like I, I'm not entirely sure. I, I don't know. Sandra yeah. was real was really into training Vince last time. Yeah, she was really into the, <laughs> the army crawl. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, that was interesting, and it kind of took me a little bit to think through it. But I mean, so far Natalie has you know sold all three advantages that she's found, and she has a whole bunch of uh, tokens now, so yeah, she can she finally does. buy a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Lunchables pizza. To, I didn't consent to this. Hang what on. What if that was it? Like, they order the pizza. They're, they're expecting like the Fijian pizza they get at Ponderosa. And then yeah, the it's just like. Pizza. <laughs> it's just a freaking cracker and some tomato uh -huh. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the funniest content, so honestly. Mean. Your reward is pizza. Okay, guys, we're throwing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Fred, what were you going to bring up? So, the precursor to Extinction Island was uh, Tyson bringing up a Sandra vote. Oh, Us yeah, yeah, yeah. watching the episode saying, wow, you know it would be really stupid <laughs> if you went to Sandra and told Sandra that Tyson wanted to vote her out. Yeah, it's and like... literally 30 seconds later, that's exactly what he did. Yeah, it's like Tyson, you know, is... You know, he's on the bottom, and maybe that's not the time for him to be making moves. Like, I totally agree that maybe it's a little too forward of him. 
but it does make sense to you know try and get the target onto somebody else perhaps yeah but i feel like you'll instantly going over to sandra and like giving her that information is really just like not the smartest thing ever because it's like sure you will probably get a little closer to sandra that way but you could also just like wait a little bit until like after tribal or after the immunity challenge maybe because now it's just like hurting tyson more and i feel like i feel like if you're going to let sandra play the game she wants to play then you're doing something wrong that's how i feel about it yeah definitely and yule has his reasons about who he wants to trust versus you know uh sandra versus tyson but i just feel like you can't let sandra do everything she wants yes i'm in the same yule has a a 3.2 percent probability of staying in the game further with sandra than he does tyson (laughs) Mm, he's done the calculations (laughs) i see i see yeah i i think it's a little weird because sandra is still the biggest threat on that tribe Mm -hmm. so when you're presented with an opportunity to get her out I don't think you should just throw it away and squander it immediately. At least sit on it a little bit, right? And then yeah. it's like, I don't know. It just feels like kind of sloppy, which is strange from Yule. But like, I also trust that Yule like put a decent amount of thought into it mm-hmm. uh, more and than what we saw in the of, show. Yeah, and he has some kind of logic to it. So we'll we'll see what ends up happening if this kind of turns into like Tyson going home soon, based on this one little like thing i'd be kind of disappointed but i i just have a feeling like they just kind of like put that in there so there's a little more content on the call i just uh, i just want some more decalled content that's not tony being a goofball like i mean i love tony <laughs> being a goofball but yeah we really but... need to call to go to tribal again like yeah it's... he almost got ate by a shark though <laughs> like he's really freaking out about we're getting fun content but i just really wish we had more of a balance because it, that, that shark kind of was pretty hype honestly yeah it was i mean it was a neat shark <laughs> pulled it right out of the net <laughs> it was trying to bite him or bite his arm off. dude he was a freaky hungry shark yeah he's been stuck uh, in the net all night so yeah. should we move on to the challenge the sure. immunity challenge yeah let's see this was the ladder challenge <laughs> Yes, I'm personally, <laughs> I'm personally not a huge fan of that challenge, but but it it was yeah. pretty hype, honestly. Oh oh, this challenge. Okay, I just need a yeah, second to process it. Yeah, this <laughs> challenge was freaking insane. Because going into it, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, you know what? Uh, easy, Soleil is like losing. <laughs> like that's obviously what's yeah. gonna happen. And then they, like go through it, and Soleil starts to like fall behind. I'm like, all right, it's over, it's over, it's over. But then it's like we get to the puzzle, right? Of course. And then suddenly I'm just like shifting back and forth so many times. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? This this one ended up being very close. It's so tough. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like it's always hard to kind of trust the editing of it. But it really did look like it came down to those last few pieces. And it's just like, you know, Rob has one and Michelle has one and and Sarah goes to put it in. But then both things fall out. It's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Well, yeah, because like I don't think it's editing tricks when. Yeah, because like they would have stopped the the challenge. (laughs) Yeah, it it was down to the last piece for Soleil but it was very funny when we were like oh yeah it's over 
at the start of the puzzle, and then they got away. He's like, yeah, it's over. And then, you know, uh, Sarah goes to put in the last piece. She's like, yeah, it's over. And she baps it out. <laughs> and you're like, ah! And yeah, and just Wait in that, in the, like, 30 seconds or whatever it was, I was just so uncertain. And, like, it could literally go either way. Oh, god, Yeah. I can't believe Michelle didn't just put the freaking piece in the puzzle. <laughs> like, like you had the last piece. Just freaking put, just do. Just put it in. But it's guys, hard to, like, figure guys. out how to orient them on that, I think. Mm-hmm. You forgot about the most important part of the challenge. What? We got more Tony Ladder content. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it did climb up it. With bonus Jeremy. <laughs> he, he was probably like, this isn't as good as my ladder. <laughs> it did seem kind of strange because, like, it felt like they had to climb up so high, and the ladder was just like straight up. It was in a little like holder or whatever, but it just seemed but like man, really wait, high. When Tony to grabbed that post, did you see how much that post like w- like <laughs> rocked around? Yeah, it, um, it just seemed very dangerous. But uh, oh well, I guess. <laughs> Check your set, survivor. I'm gonna be completely honest. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I remember exactly people climbing on each other and then the puzzle. Well, that was that was after the ladder. You don't remember them digging the I, ladder I, up? I assume and then that. They, they the dug the ladder up and, and the they jumped across the vertical walls. They had to dig? Yeah. Yeah, they had to dig the ladder out of the sand. Diggy, diggy hole. Uh-huh. Climb, climb the ladder to get the rope. Throw uh-huh. the rope into the thing to climb the wall. Oh, I do remember the rope. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. And Rob couldn't. And then couldn't they do had it. to climb the last wall. And, and Rob sucked out there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Rob, Rob. Rob did really well in that uh, first episode, like launching his tribe over the log. But now he keeps putting himself in the hero position, and he keeps losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then again, he did kind of go ham on the puzzle. Yeah. It's just the, yeah, the tossy part. There was one point where Michelle was trying to stick a piece in, like, mashing it together and not sliding it through, and Rob was like, oh, I gotta save the world again. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and like... was like, oh, okay. That's kind of, like, if this was a season where your tribal immunity challenge performance actually mattered, <laughs> which this is not, mm-hmm. uh... Like I, I think that Rob would have had redeemed himself uh, with his puzzle. Like nobody would have cared about throwing the ball at that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they definitely made up a lot of ground, but it just didn't come together in the end. It's just a little yeah. short. And then this sends us into our post challenge part of the episode where all the strategy oh, happens. This this was one of my favorite <laughs> but moments. We come back to camp yeah. and everyone's just sin. <laughs> The Mexican standoff at, <laughs> at camp was is one of my favorite, like just moments because it's exactly what I want from a returning, you know, all winter season mm-hmm. where everyone yeah. is just, you know, like they said in the show, everyone's just strategizing right then and there, right, <laughs> and everyone is doing it. So it. It's it. Oh, it was so good because they are all so aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's sort of like the mm-hmm. better version of when nobody would say a name for a vote. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of nobody saying a name for a vote, everyone's just like, okay, I have to. Everyone's just waiting for somebody to make the first move. Yep, and then and then Jeremy, you know, finishes up his test, 
goes to turn it in, walks out of the classroom, <laughs> and then everybody else is up and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah worst now, case now, for him, he just uh, leaves. So now, if this was our standard season, this this is where we get that that sad music that Survivor plays, that, that little piano ditty that they go on, and somebody's like, oh, "We we try so hard, but we just can't win." But no, none of that, none of that. Completely different mood. Don't succeed. <laughs> But in the end, it so yeah, end. lots of going around. Uh, really notable part here, I think, and I guess it's a, it's a little later in all the discussion. But when Rob just like goes right up to Jeremy and Michelle, he's like, "All right, guys, cut the crap." <laughs> like, yeah, what's that up? was so, yeah. that was so good. And like, uh, psh, the plans changed, Rob. He's like, "Guys, like, come on, <laughs> just like talk to uh, me." He, yeah, yeah, because Rob was like, "Look, guys, what's what's." Or, but like yeah, he's like, what's the plan? It's like, it's this. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't lie to me. And then Jeremy's <laughs> like, no, it's like, that's not, wink, wink, that's not the plan either. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is going on? This is too confusing. <laughs> but like, also, when, when they were like lying, oh, we're just deciding which one of us should go home. It's like, why would you do that? You're in the majority. You have no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, we do keep having, like, Ben's name is, like, constantly coming up, but it feels like people are fine to just use him as, like, a decoy, but never actually to get him out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, really, like, a really interesting spot for Ben right now, but he's, I mean, he's, like, chilling over there. I don't <laughs> yeah, think anybody, like, Rob, I think, actually wants him out, but it seems like no one, like, really cares about getting Ben out right now. Yeah, because the... Especially to compare him to somebody like Adam. Ben mm-hmm. is never going to, like, actually do anything <laughs> in the game. And I He's think... never going to, like, really make a move. But Adam, on the other hand, is, like, is the actual... Hungry. Yeah, is, like, the actual <laughs> target and I think what's on, so in... of the new players. Interesting just... with this group of people, too, is that, like, no one is, like, clearly on the bottom like necessarily like it's not like okay here is the top of the tribe and the bottom of the tribe everybody like still has ins and connections with everybody so like if we do come to a tribe swap it's like i don't think anybody is necessarily a guarantee like you know flip on their original tribe yeah definitely here so i don't know it's like normally i don't want too many tribe swaps but i feel like at this point i just want to see things shake up a little bit before we get to the merge yeah and i think what's going to be interesting about this season especially is I think there's going to be very little tribe uh, loyalty. Mm -hmm. I think all of the loyalty comes from direct alliances. Yeah, and strategy and nothing else. I don't think anyone's going to care about which tribe they started on. Mm -hmm. Especially when so many of them, you know, already know each other to some extent. (laughs) I, I think a lot of people are just going to see, like, these swaps as just opportunities to take out new meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people talking about Adam, a lot of people talking about Parvati. I wonder how it'll uh, <laughs> how it'll turn out. <laughs> yeah. It was, Jeez, uh, guys, it was I'm safe for this stressful. one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Adam, 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 Parvati, 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 Ethan. Adam, 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 Parvati, Parvati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And All right, it, travel time. Like, wait, what, sorry, sorry, wait, what was that? What, what do you mean? <laughs> well, a- Adam? Or or poverty? No, uh, no, no, no. I got I got that part. Don't worry about uh, it. The, All right, tribal time, tribal council. Here we go. Uh, oh, wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we were going to this tribal, and I, I had come to the realization: oh no, poverty hasn't really had any 
content this episode. Okay, uh, no, 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 yeah, no, I was, no, no, I was no, totally no, no. in the camp. Like, actually, you know what? From the very first oh, minute yeah, yeah. of the episode, I was like, oh, there goes Adam. <laughs> like, the way they started <laughs> on it with Rob booping him on the nose, and then yeah. he was, you know, talking about wanting to get Parvati out. And last episode, he was talking about wanting to get Parvati out, and he, you know, he has to make a risk to win the game, and he didn't take the risk to get Parvati out. I'm like, oh, this is it. This is it for for Adam, especially like after the challenge, I, somebody had a confessional like, all right, you know, now's our chance to get uh, the old schoolers out again or whatever. It's like, okay, bye Adam. <laughs> especially like, yeah, Parvati just wasn't saying a lot this episode. So I was like, okay, they're yeah. like, they're, they're not sending Parvati home. Uh, so yeah, like, it and she had Adam. one confessional. I started to Omega panic. Cause I was like, wait, <laughs> they gave her a confessional. It's actually over. It's doomed. Yeah. Well, he, I guess the thing is, is like, I was, I would think when Parvati goes home, they'll, there's definitely going to be like a pretty dramatic episode to go along with it. But mm-hmm. I, f- I would have imagined the same thing would happen for Ethan <laughs> because mm-hmm. I think it's been very clear after the episode too, is a lot of people really liked Ethan. And then yeah. that's why I, I'm thinking Ethan's not done, man. He, Ethan's getting back in this game. So honestly, I could definitely <laughs> see that. So just about like the vote off itself, it's like I don't, it just feels really disappointing to have Ethan go out in this way, where he's just like kind of the crossfire, like oh, we want to weaken the old schoolers. So Ethan is like the consensus vote to do that. It just feels very like unceremonious, <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like Ethan had so much potential in this game. And, you know, he, he could, you know, come back from Edge, of course. But it just is, I don't know, kind of disappointing <laughs> that it just was like, all right, bye, Ethan. And it's like he yeah, waited so long sure. to come back to the game and, like, went through so many struggles in his life to get here. And, yeah, this is what he got. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, he was playing very old school yeah and that's that's what i've been thinking is like the people who wait a long time to come back to the show and then they don't quickly adapt what's happening is kind of where they fall and it's it's kind of unfortunate because we're really seeing a a, like a pattern now with amber and danny and ethan and amber definitely had like a, a you know a target for other reasons uh but she really wasn't you know playing the the game she should have been Danny, the same thing, you know, wasn't inserting herself in conversations. Ethan, you know, made a good group, but just with the wrong people. And I think if he leaned on, you know, like that Ben Alliance or leaned on, you know, Adam and Denise Moore or something, he could have, you know, been the people or been the person that they don't want to get out, just like with Parvati and Rob. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like goes with our two remainers, Parvati and Rob, like, They've been playing Survivor, you know, through the mid, through the mid, you know, series. Mm-hmm. So they understand both the old school and the new school game, and they're masters of both. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it's you could definitely say that like Rob and Parvati are you know still playing like an older style of the game, but at the same time, like Rob is being very aggressive in in his gameplay, and it has been successful for him it's kind of strange because like rob is losing his numbers but he himself it seems like no one is really interested in voting him out yet i'm i'm wondering if a lot of people are just worried about immunity idols and like i think that's largely why ethan went home because you know the cat was out of the bag on poverty let's see who we can you know blow up instead Mm -hmm. yeah and i think now that 
as as we mentioned before, I think now that they have now that's only Robin Parvati, I think the target is way off of them in a weird way. Yeah. And so even though they they're like losing numbers, it's like, oh, they're being picked off one by one. It doesn't really feel like that's actually what's happening. Mm-hmm. Feel like there's more wiggle room now. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like we were saying earlier, it's just like happy about. the fact that I don't know. It's just so strange because it's like we've had the past few episodes now where like Parvati's names get thrown out and then they go to Rob and then Rob, you know, works around and then Parvati doesn't go home, but someone else from that alliance still does. So it's like weird to like really claim who has control and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because especially with looking at the Danny vote, for instance, Adam said very specifically at the start of this episode that Danny only went home because the old schoolers decided that that was what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So definitely, like, it's it's an open game, I guess, at this point. Uh, something that I, I'll take the time to say here, because Fred was really upset. I wouldn't mention it last I'm going to beat your ass, dude. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm just a little, like, let down, I guess, in a way, by uh, not the way Party's playing, because I think she is playing really well, but just the way we're seeing it, because we keep hearing about like these uh you know ride or die alliances that people have with parvati but we never really see them get formed right and i just feel like that's something that we should be seeing right because it's like denise is like oh yeah parvati and i are close and ethan's like oh yeah parvati is my number one ally it's like the show's telling us that but i feel like it would have been nice to see parvati make those relationships and like give us you know evidence of when that happened or how it's like grown Right, because the only one we actually saw was Robin Parvati, yes. which was like for sure the biggest one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when Ethan said Parvati was her his number one, I was like, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but it <laughs> really felt scene. like it was out of and, nowhere. And the same thing where like Michelle, oh no, the secret scene was really funny though. Where like Michelle <laughs> is wanting to keep Parvati. It's like it makes sense thinking about the people in the game and everything. It's just not something like we've really like seen too much other than like party laughing at something Michelle says at tribal. And it's like, (laughs) it makes sense. You know, it's like if even if, if Ethan is going out as the fourth boot, it makes sense not to like give him a whole bunch of time or anything, but it's just like strange in a way from, from party's perspective. It's like, she keeps being put on the outs, but it seems like Rob is the one who's kind of putting in the work and not poverty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, And, like, obviously, I've definitely noticed that, even if not as, uh, not to the same conclusion. uh, I've definitely noticed that she just, like, you know, has had one uh, confessional out of these last two episodes. Mm -hmm. And it makes me really sad, because it is very obvious that she is playing, because multiple people have brought up, like, Oh yeah, you know, Parvati's like doing these things and making these alliances, and she like she's still the biggest threat and blah blah blah. But Jeff just freaking nuts over everything <laughs> Rob does. So yeah, that's Rob why it's so hard to, to kind of look at like the... what the show is you know presenting to us when you have Rob and Tony here who are just like sucking up so much of the the limited time. It's hard to kind of like look too hard into uh, anything that we're given. Give us director's cut on all access, CVS. <laughs> See, you wouldn't tell me this yesterday, 
I don't I don't know. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh yeah, bar- by the way, Parvi sucks. She's big stupid and you're wrong. By the way, Parvi should have been voted out, but uh, according to behind the scenes, Jeff literally went up to everyone just like, hey, um, you shouldn't vote for Parvati. <laughs> what? And Jeff handed everybody a crisp 50. <laughs> 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 Oh man, a million dollars or fifty dollars? <laughs> Guys, I'll give you one fire token if you do not vote for Parvati. And Adam was like, "These fire tokens are stupid. I'm voting for Parvati." And then Jeremy's like, "These fire tokens are important. They, they add really a whole duplicity so, spe- and the whole new duplicity to the game." Speaking of fire tokens, uh, Ethan walks out. He gives his to Parvati. Hey, let's go. So Fred's doing pretty well on these uh fire token I'm points. I'm jamming, dude. Overall. <laughs> I'm curious what party will end up doing with it now. Shall we use this as a uh as a way into <laughs> points? Yeah, yeah, we should. Um no, we don't have any extra segment for us this week. If uh you're listening and you miss of the voicemails, don't uh don't be shy. Send one in yourself. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we have points to look at again this week, and I think we have a really like a nice, good like spread of points here because the first two weeks were like kind of crazy and complicated, and there was like a million things to keep track of. This week is a little more uh, down to earth, easy to follow. You know, a few advantages in there, followed with fire tokens and whatnot. Uh, so nice, nice, cool week. We do have you know some pretty like above average. Uh, points here from two people uh, so we'll just kind of work through it uh back at the bottom again unfortunately <laughs> my team is f-ing garbage uh, is soaring with eight uh just the challenge win from sandra and then the extra little pity vote and save for adam uh Man, and it's like Sandra's soaring really isn't necessarily uh... like you know doing worse like on paper than you know fred or jimmer because they've all lost one person but soaring having, sorry, soaring having two people from Soleil and not two people from Decal is just really hurting him. Uh, these episodes because he's not getting the four, uh, you know, four points each for those two people winning challenges. So it's kind of sad to watch soaring dip down, but uh, it is oh, still still early. And if you know I'm Adam Ben and Sandra worry. hang around for a while, it could you know turn around in his favor. <laughs> Imagine being near the bottom. <laughs> uh, so next up is Jimmer, Dang. and uh, nothing really happens uh, point wise for Jimmer this week. He gets his episode Decal. points. He gets his his eight challenge point wins, uh, but not much there. the The unfortunate thing for Jimmer is that he's the first person to lose two of his people. So going into future episodes, he's definitely like at more of a disadvantage. But if Decal keeps winning challenges, then he's only going to be, you know, one point down than the usual. So Man, Jim, Jimmer's only, going yeah. slow and steady, but come merge time, I feel like, uh, you know, not having a bunch of players will end up hurting him. But I, I'd be surprised if Jimmer loses three people before the merge. I don't think that'll happen. I like. I don't think anybody will lose three people before the merge. Ugh, <laughs> watch that. me. You Just watch that. me. So we'll we'll have to see what happens. 
I'm going to go down to zero before the merge. Dude, I can't oh, wait no. for exactly I'd really, Sophia. I'd really like to see uh, you Sophie, know. Tyson, Denise go out back to back to back. <laughs> All right, and then yeah, uh, so I'd like to see some some people on the lower side of the board go home. <laughs> so coming up is me with also you know like Jim Ray, very standard like no frills episode. I just have an extra episode point because I have an extra person. And then tied for first this week, we have Fred and TB. Hey. Uh, and it's Yo. for different reasons, even though they are related in a way. Uh, Fred, yeah. Fred's getting these Natalie points consistently, bro. See, that's what's so funny because we were talking <laughs> you, about you, you mentioned how every, we all have like one person uh out, but my person that's out is just finals points to other do- players. It's just dominating, <laughs> she's killing it. But yeah, she and also those, funnels and those points to your enemies. She has now will you know, it, assuming she gets like an advantage or something, will turn into more points. So Fred definitely has, like, the best person on the edge at the moment. Let's go, Natalie. So, you know, Natalie gets that advantage. She sends it over to Sarah. Sarah buys it, giving Fred points. Then Sarah goes on the mission and gets the actual advantage, giving her points. Uh, And then Fred gets some extra stuff uh, for Parvati receiving a vote and also getting Ethan's fire token. So it just kind of goes to the plus, plus five on each side. Uh, so it kind of all works out there. Or plus six, I guess, because TB has the extra episode point. Regardless, yeah. uh, really interesting, and it's fun to kind of, as always, go over to the graph and see how things are changing. You know, my spike is a little, little less big over everybody, which I think is fine because uh, it makes the season more exciting to get through. Uh, I think most of us, most of us have <laughs> an advantage now, right? Because there is, I think so. Oh, or, or Fred, I guess Fred technically doesn't, even though he's getting Na- Natalie points. is his advantage. But Jimmer yeah. has Kim, Soaring has Sandra, TB has Sarah, uh, and I have Denise and Jeremy and Sophie. <laughs> or I don't know, Sophie has half of it. At the yeah, that's something too. At, like they give us a little scene where Adam gave Denise back the half, so Denise just has like a full idol now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came kind of out of nowhere. Uh, and I thought they, like, had to be played together at Tribal, and they couldn't just yeah. be, like, you know, given back or whatever. So I'm kind of disappointed by that. Um, and also, th- that totally felt like foreshadowing for, like, Denise betraying Adam. Like, Yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> oh, this means that Denise will, or, like, Denise will play her idol for Adam tonight and then whatever. But mm-hmm. And none of it came together. Uh, but I, as far as I know, Sophie still has... Uh, Kim's half of an idol, but I don't think Sophie will probably ever give it back. I guess we'll, we'll see. Well, okay, so I think the rule is that you can give it back to the person after they've been to tribal with the two pieces, and they haven't been to tribal with the two pieces. Got it. Yeah, because okay, yeah, like, because it's like in the the way advantages are like owned by people, right? It's like uh, Denise gave it to Adam, and it is now Adam's like possession and then adam gave it to denise so now denise has mm-hmm. both halves she like she needs but even though kim is storing sophie's half for her it still belongs to sophie i, yes. I think that like the only official rule we got was that they had to give it to somebody else by sunset yeah but we don't really yeah. know the criteria for returning it might have been as soon as you know the next day is over you can give it back or it might be tribal yeah mm-hmm. i mean I mean, previously it's been a tribal council. Yeah, so, so I'm I'm not sure what 
you know, what will go down between Sophie and Kim, right? You can kind of imagine Kim being like, hey, can I have that half? And like at camp and have Sophie need to navigate that. Who knows what will happen, uh, but something to look forward to. <laughs> so for the week-to-week points, I found a little fun fact here for everybody. Oh, yeah? Um, so the highest uh, total points that a, pl- a uh, player on a tribe has earned is 10. Three players have received 10 points in an episode. First episode, Sandra received 10. Second episode, Kim oh. received 10. And third oh, episode, see, Sarah has received 10. Interesting. Two of which are on my Ooh. tribe, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so you're just saying for the season so far, the top yeah. in a single episode so, is 10, and that's happened yeah, so every the, episode. Huh. Yeah, the top score for a single player has been 10, and it's happened once every episode. That's actually kind of crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah. Speaking of tens, we have a lot of them <laughs> in our uh, episode points for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few middle <laughs> pieces, but uh, we have Soaring, uh, you know, staying down at the bottom with a, a very clean 40 points. Uh, tw- for season 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think I'd rather trade that for the points. 60. I am not... <laughs> I don't think it's worth discounting anybody for sure. Yeah, I, d- I still think that Soaring definitely like could have you know maybe Adam and Ben like end up in the final tribal together or something, right? Like I still yeah. think Soaring isn't out for the count just because he he's down uh, by a decent amount of points right now. Like I, I think anybody still has a chance at this fantasy season. Uh, so seven points up from that, we have Jimmer, uh, who uh, you know unfortunately lost somebody this week, so his potential for points is a little lower. But he's still hanging in there. You know, Ethan may may come back from Edge of Extinction. Maybe Danny, uh, the third boot, will come back and win the game. Who knows? <laughs> no. Uh, Just uh... then a few points from there is Fred, uh, who you know had the first boot, so he would theoretically miss out on you know the most points. But Natalie just continues to kind of provide, even if it's not by a huge amount it's definitely more than any first boot has ever given somebody <laughs> she might not be getting episode points but she's getting points every episode yeah there you True. go so that puts but for how long puts fred you know pretty much in the middle of everybody at 50 <laughs> uh and then we have just a few points above that tb who has been doing really well so far uh gathering up points is a yeah 52 which is right above Fred, but a little bit before or below me at 60. Uh, that's just because I had that one crazy episode where I got lucky with like my entire team. Uh, yeah, your graph is kind of stuff down now. So, yeah, you can definitely see my little like <laughs> slant back down. <laughs> uh, I have you know advantages, and at some point they will be played, but or you know maybe not. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but I I definitely won't like. I don't think I'll stay way above everybody the whole time, just so early on in the game. I definitely feel like I'm going to lose somebody <laughs> before the merge. And I, d- I don't remember which ones, but um, some of these advantages in play currently were, oh, they only lasted three tribal councils. Well, I think Sandra Usually has that, that idol, means but your only team for goes the to ones tribal. that she attends. Oh, so okay. in theory, you know, she still has two charges left on it. I didn't know if that was just overall tribal councils or yeah they don't really make it clear to yeah. us but i think yeah no. that after last season yeah last season had a lot of these advantages that had limits on them which typically were tribals you attended 
So if you look at the uh, the arc of people's uh, charts, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, mine and Soaring's have basically the same exact angles except inverted. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think the only advantage we've seen, or at least recently, uh, that expired before like even being possibly used was like ron's advantage menu oh yeah true and you know he still held on to that and used it so it's interesting i I guess he could have stolen a reward (laughs) (laughs) yeah but anyways i think that's about all we have to say this week guys yeah i uh we unless anybody wants to do a trade (laughs) so hey who wants ethan (laughs) okay but okay so actual Actually, I I would trade Ethan for 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 Amber. <laughs> there you go. Um, no. So, you know how Decal wins every challenge. Uh huh. I feel like there is some point value in trading Tony for someone from that I would want from Soleil. Okay. <gasps> I. The dream scenario mm-hmm. would probably be trading to TV for Michelle, but I don't think there's any chance in hell that he would actually make that trade. <laughs> so I, I feel left out. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michelle is someone I totally also want, but it's like... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happened. sure. She's in a really good position right now. She's yes. not really bringing in the points, but she's like yeah, and it's... in a position to endure in the game, which will continually bring and that's what's in. interesting too about like the way we do our trades is it's like really hard to make them ever happen because if you want somebody like rea- like in a reactionary way it's like all the more reason for somebody to want to keep them and if you want to get rid of somebody <laughs> it's like no one's going to want them well yes but that's <laughs> why i like last time i brought up like a tony trade it was like yeah because i didn't want tony mm-hmm. but now that the call continues to win uh every single challenge mm-hmm. that's like that's f- four points an episode yeah somebody turned when they were making the buffs this season somebody had like the negative uh filter on uh so now uh blue is destroying uh, oh. orange or uh orange is destroying blue <laughs> mm. yes 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 so because tv would never give up a show i'm thinking i could talk to soaring and what sort of deal even you here though, make? Even though Soaring's literally the last person I would ever want to trade with. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I could see some value in picking up Ben. I feel like Ben is my most valuable player right now, if I'm being honest. <laughs> In- interesting proposition. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like you're... Your move is to just try and gamble the best you can for Adam, like because Adam is in such a volatile spot right now, and that's kind of the same deal with Tony, right? Where it's like Adam could just go home easily next episode, or is... Adam could like go all the way to the final three right now, just like the way he's playing. Yeah, but is Tony really in that bad of a spot? Tony's in a. I don't think he, he has... is. Tony's in a really, really yeah. good spot. Yeah. So that's why picking up Adam would be the gamble. Mm-hmm. I don't like how this situation. Is <laughs> why? Why I, are you I, wanting I, to trade Tony and not Yule? So I think I think Adam would also like be a very good person to have, and to, like Tony and Adam right now in I, the game are both very risky, right? 
So you're just hoping that uh, the offset from Adam staying in the game longer would be better than the challenge points that Tony might win. But, or maybe Tony will hang out for a while. I don't want Adam to do well, so I'm going to I'm gonna uh, back out. Okay, and you don't want to come <laughs> to gonna, me at all? I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a head out. Uh, actually, I got a, I got a, I got a counter offer for you there, uh, okay. Fred. Hello. How about Amber for Tony? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so, so your choice is very interesting because Denise is in a similar spot to Adam, mm-hmm. but isn't playing as aggressively. But they're like tied to each other. Yes. Jeremy is in the same position, but to Michelle. Mm-hmm. So. Denise is definitely more desirable than Adam by far. I definitely believe that. But I think my go my like go to would be Jeremy, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely believe that Denise would cut Adam at any given notice. See, I for the first couple episodes of the season, I didn't think that that was true. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to be a really tight duo. Yeah. Until Adam kept throwing everything. Yeah, Denise seemed very, like, <laughs> not very protective of Adam in this episode. Yeah, because when Michelle goes up to her and it's like, oh, yeah, Adam's, like, spilling everything. She's like, oh. So why would you do that? That's not good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it definitely seemed like it, before it seemed like Adam was kind of like the the more desirable person in that duo. But it's definitely kind of leaning more towards Denise, especially now that she has the, that full idol by herself. Yes. And Denise Definitely. is also like connected to Ben as well, so she's got kind of connections on both sides there. I think her connection with Ben is probably like personally stronger than it is with Adam. Mm-hmm. So yeah, g- give me, give me, give me your thoughts. Give me your ideas. Oh, I think I would be uh, willing to trade with Jeremy, but I also um, am a little worried about that because of the safety that I feel in Jeremy right now because mm-hmm. he is in a really good spot on his tribe and uh he does have an advantage in his pocket even if it doesn't you know stem into the extra like successful points it's still you know a little burst that he could do at any moment yeah and then Denise's also has an advantage that would garner points hypothetically Mm-hmm. So it would even just looking at that, you know, Jeremy has less potential for direct points. Yeah. So I think if you're coming to me with a trade, uh, I I think a trade is possible with Jeremy, but I don't want to do a one to one trade because I feel like that's mm-hmm. just too scary for me. Yeah, that is very because I don't have a I don't have like a lot of confidence in Jeremy right now, but I also do feel like he has some pretty decent staying power. Yeah. Jeremy does also have some, you know, fodder points from the edge right now if Natalie is going to, you know, turn her eyes back on him. Mm-hmm. And then that could eventually turn into an advantage through fire token uh, exchange. Mm-hmm. But then again, Natalie might just be like just trying to sell to everybody so she can like come back uh, next time she sees them be like, so did you get the uh, thing? Yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. So, we could make some kind of deal where it's Tony for Jeremy, and you would get all of Jeremy's tribal challenge points. Okay. 
So, because that's basically the value, right, that I'm putting on Tony, is that his tribe is winning all the challenges. If, you know, Soleil miraculously wins a challenge, um, you could still have uh, security in the points by still getting Jeremy's. Mm-hmm. Fred, what if Tony swaps to a bad tribe? Okay. I am... I'm happy Hold with on, that, Tune. and that would that Tune. would. Tune. What? Hold on, make him give you his flame button as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, <laughs> I'm actually not gonna take that deal if you do that. I uh, <laughs> I think this. I think I'm satisfied with that trade. Uh, but and see, then now we that are saying it that it's very suspicious. ending at the merge, <laughs> right? Because yes, then it's no it, longer it would... tribal. So we have. Uh, th- so th- four, five, yeah. So we have three episodes worth of that potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and of course it would count for swaps and whatever. Sure, let's do it. See, but now I, I don't know if I trust you. <coughs> now I feel like I'm being played, I and mean, I don't like it. Congratulations. I mean, I, I mean, just look. It's I think like this is a very fair trade. Yeah, it's uh, like yeah, you know, cause that's how at... I feel. But when I feel like it's fair. <laughs> It feels like I'm being played. Okay, I, I that think that's the way. also <laughs> want to give me Jeremy's advantage points. Wait, you want well, to give me your flame then, button uh... and ten points extra, uh... <laughs> or you just want to go down Wait. to just the just the tribal I think points? It's do you want my slight... do you want my firstborn too and my like left pinky? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, put your social security number in there too. <laughs> I sure let's do it. <laughs> All right, we have a trade. All right, cool. I will Exciting. write that down. Interesting. Yeah, this is this is super interesting because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It it's funny because it's like I could have just had Tony up, you know, in the draft a long time ago. Uh, but things but no. are always moving around, and now all we can do is both hope that uh, our person does not get voted out soon. <laughs> uh, see, that's the thing. I'm, I am very. I like, I would. Th- this trade makes you very excited. I am more <laughs> because... worried that Tony gets voted out soon than Jeremy. Yes, but I feel um... like now that now that we have made the trade, right? I feel like if there is a winner of these two people, like Tony would win instead of Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think either of them will quite get there. <laughs> yeah, I th- what what drove me to being okay with it is really the whole fire token situation mm-hmm. because you know, like like we mentioned, um, if Natalie keeps siphoning things to Jeremy, then that's more advantages, and then if he's, you know. <laughs> I don't remember how many fire tokens he has now. Um but I think he only has the one. Yeah. Okay. Uh but, but yeah, it's basically just I don't know. I it's it's I think is good because I think that both of them are in good places on their current tribe. Uh like Tony nobody's thrown out Tony's name at all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and Jeremy is kind of on the bottom, and he's now rotated to the top. He has a good kind of duo going with Michelle. He still yeah. has that advantage. Uh, so it kind of just, like, I think this trade on paper is, like, a pretty clean, good trade. 
uh, is mm-hmm. just because the show is so unpredictable. It's like Tony could go out next episode, and I like then I would be making a bad trade, and then it's kind of just like, well, <laughs> but you can only work with the information you're given, and based off of that, I think this is a, a pretty fair go around, uh, yeah, especially with am... like the extra incentive you put in it. Mm-hmm. And I I am really happy to have a piece of the Jeremy Michelle pie because <laughs> I like that duo a lot Mm -hmm. and i hope that they do end up you know really syncing up with robin parvati and becoming like a a strong force um yeah the thing that i like almost kind of worries me there about like the jeremy michelle group is i feel like if they go far then uh you know like say they end up like towards the end of the game together it seems like they're not giving so like as much agency to Jeremy. And I feel like if there's a duo there, like I it's hard to imagine uh Michelle as the one who like <laughs> defeats Jeremy. But you know you never know. <laughs> yeah. My my first choice is definitely Michelle out of the two. Yeah. But No, I think Michelle is like a in our amazing spot at the moment Mm -hmm. and i think that probably makes her uh one of tv's more valuable players at the moment yeah for sure it'll definitely be interesting to see how this plays out and it is very funny thinking about you know when we first did the draft under there's no way i thought to myself that i was gonna (laughs) <laughs> have tony not on my team i was like there's no there's no trade that ever happens where somebody's like oh yeah i'll take tony <laughs> yeah i just think the show is making tony look really good right now but i also feel like that would happen regardless just because he's yeah. so much of a character uh it's just the way like looking past his you know like ladder and the shark and everything i think the scenes where like you know he's building that little credibility alliance with sarah again and then sarah isn't like that idiot like, why would he ever think I would want to work with him again? Instead, it's like, oh, you know, now I know how Tony works. So, like, maybe this can actually be a real thing, right? And, yeah. and you know, Tyson isn't going around saying, hey, we can't, like, we can't trust Tony. We should get Tony out. You know, Tony's, like, it seems like he's in a pretty good, like, middle spot on the tribe right now. So, mm-hmm. it's and it, even... it's all, I don't know, it's all a game. And Tony could, like, totally just go <laughs> home next episode and then I'll look dumb. But it's like, <laughs> I'm making the best decision I can with the information I have. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, like, you know, of course, it's the same thing with, like, Jeremy. Jeremy might just be, do nothing the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> and I just gave up, you know, all of the uh, challenge points. Um, but, but back to Tony, even just, like, his confessional in the first episode where he's talking about how he's, like, has a very a, a surprisingly solid game plan of getting people to lower their guard to him mm-hmm. before he like does his Tony things. I was like, okay, he's like playing. He's like doing yeah, the he, game. Like, especially compared to game changers. Like he's playing in a very intelligent way. Like he's really taking uh, everything he did wrong before and fixing it. And I think it's, it's really working out. I'm just afraid mm-hmm. that Tony is such a big personality. You can't miss him. <laughs> right Th- that's the that's the crux of it all no matter how like subtly he tries to play uh there there will still always be eyes on him just because he's so hard to not notice mm-hmm. i i think i mainly want to just see like tony 
get along with more people because we've seen jeremy with michelle and with adam and ben and and rob and everything uh and we have the good you know moments with tony and sarah for sure especially after this episode um i just want to see you know him build up more of a group but it's like the season is so young like it's the third episode <laughs> mm-hmm. so who knows what's coming up i'm i don't know i'm excited about this now now that we have the the trades kind of rolling nice me too all right so who wants danny <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> I feel like I feel like these. I'm sorry. I, like these edge I wouldn't even be a trade Amber. Interesting if uh if like we didn't have Natalie out there who was clearly doing so well. Yeah, right. yeah, I would make a joke about being like, oh yeah, I'll take your voted out person for my voted out person, but why would I ever do that when it's Natalie? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm boring. I'd probably like try and do Amber for Danny if Jeremy really doesn't want him. I don't. I actually don't think that'd be a good trade because I think that. Uh, there's value in Amber's relationship with Rob uh, later down the line. If anything happens, either Amber gets back in and Rob gets to the edge, I think that that is a more valuable pros- prospect for me to, in the future than just having Danny going around. Yeah, but Ethan and Amber can be reunited again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, but did you see the preview for next episode? Nope. Because no. it looks like no. everybody on the edge dies. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that is what was the uh, cause Wait, of so death? So you guys want you want you guys want Natalie? You know, just you know, unrelated to anything that just was said. You know, just you know, she's getting a lot of points and stuff. Like I, I, I don't know what happens, but a part of me feels like production just said, "We'll give you something if you don't drink water for a day." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I I don't watch the preview, but I do catch some stuff when I go on Reddit, and it seems like there will be some sort of uh, medical emergency. So <laughs> I guess that's I don't want to say it's something to look forward to, wow. but it's definitely something that'll happen. It it definitely shows uh, Amber, Natalie, and Ethan all looking like very rough oh yeah they're all dying they probably had to dig it, for it, the advantage wait did you leave out cow wrong part yeah. two baby <laughs> all right well if you enjoyed uh this episode and you want to catch up on the other ones you can go to rngshow.com uh please leave us a voicemail too i'm i'm i really want one to come in i think it'd be really fun if you want to see the spreadsheet that we're always talking about, look at all the points. That's rngshow.com slash 40. Uh, thank you to Mango for editing the episode. Hopefully uh, you appreciate that it will be coming in at the normal time this week, uh, even if it's going to be about uh, an hour and 20 minutes again. Uh, then thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. It's uh, quite quite the groove. I, some would say it's even a bop. Ooh. Some might even say it is a banger or a jam or it slaps. Well, that's that's all we have. Uh, so we'll talk to you uh, next week and goodbye. Bye. <laughs> RNG Show. Dot com.